0: Son, tonight we look after the North Pole while Santa delivers all the holiday goodies. Wooden ponies, dolls, Xfinity. Xfinity? It's only the awesomest internet ever. The whole family can enjoy fast, reliable internet speed and great coverage all at a great value. Plus, advanced security is included at no extra cost with Xfinity x X-Fi and the XFi Gateway. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Choose the speed that works for you. Up to gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Just a few moments ago, Donald Trump compared the political opposition that he's experiencing, mind you, that has no form of violence whatsoever, just compared it to a lynching. Have you ever heard of the quote that says, when you are accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression? That's Donald Trump right now. And for this man... For the first time, I saw fact-checkers and experts and others say for the first time in his life to even use the word lynching, to use it in reference to himself and the political opposition that he's facing is disgusting. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. visible line, if you will, regarding Donald Trump. uh, I never want, not just this podcast, but never want my life, my leadership, my own personal activism, my day, my time, my energy, I never want him to dominate any of those things. And I think that is part of what Donald Trump, I don't want to say does well Part of the effect of his presidency is that he dominates not just the media, which he does, and the media is responsible for that, not just social media, but he dominates our own thoughts and frustrations because he is so maddening. But I have an invisible line for me where I I just can't think about this man much throughout the course of my day. I mean— I have so much to do, you have so much to do in your own personal life, your own professional life, but we also have so much to do in terms of how we organize ourselves, how we organize voters, campaigns, actions, the action steps even of this podcast, that if we spend too much time simply being frustrated with the tweets and words of this man, and I do want to say, He's not just a man. He is the president of the United States. He occupies the Oval Office. He has tremendous power and influence. So what he says does matter, no matter what we think of him and his character and his lack of integrity and all of that stuff. What he says matters. But I can't allow my life and leadership to be dictated by the whims of his words. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it can't it can't go that way. It'll never be productive. But every now and then, Donald Trump says or does something that not only makes my blood boil, but is so extremely gross and disrespectful that it has to be called out, because I think one of the most dangerous side effects of this man's presidency and of him being an ever-present force in this country is the normalization of what he says and does. So, for instance, there's there are multiple lie trackers tracking all the lies that he's told. He's now told over 13,000 lies since he's been in office, 13,000 lies in less than three years. He has normalized dishonesty at this point. He has normalized dishonesty in politics. At the very least, he has grown it exponentially. It's not that politicians were always honest, but this level of dishonesty, it's new. He has normalized so many things. He has normalized taking children away from parents at America's southern border. He has normalized banning Muslims from other countries entering into this country. like He has normalized sexual assault and sexual harassment. We're now at over 50 different women who said they've been sexually harassed or assaulted by this man over the course of their lives. And as he is no longer held accountable for any of these things, it normalizes them in the Oval Office, but also in society. And if we don't call them out and we have a responsibility to still do so, when he crosses whatever that line is for you, and that line is complicated, I, I, I fully admit, because he may say something and I may not call it out or you may not call it out or someone else you may respect or admire may not call it out. And it can cause you or someone else to feel like, well, damn, you cared when he says such and such, but you don't care when he says so and so. Well, all of us have a finite amount of energy to be able to dedicate to this man's words to me. At the moment in which he describes the political opposition that he's facing right now, which is peaceful and constitutional, when he describes it as a lynching, here here is a part of a quote from him. He said, "All Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here—a lynching." Oh my God! What <laughs> When I saw that this morning, I saw the, that the words lynching were trending. And of course, tr- they were trending on Twitter. And of course, my mind went somewhere horrible and my heart sank because I was afraid that there was an actual lynching. This is not an actual lynching. Not, it is in no shape, form or fashion a lynching that he has used this word now for the very first time in his life to describe not state-sanctioned violence against African Americans, not extrajudicial violence against black folk in the South, not a period of American history from 1880 to 1920 where nearly 5,000 African Americans were lynched, men, women, and children all over this country, not to describe the current state of police violence, but to describe his own political opposition is the height of white privilege, white ignorance. It's the height of foolishness for this man to look at his own life and think that what he sees is anything near or resembling a lynching. Shows how poorly uneducated and ignorant he is in every sense of the word. Now, that word lynching is not a sacred word in the sense that it doesn't belong to one group of people. But we all know that when we talk about lynching in the context of the United States, that we are primarily talking about the brutal era of violence against African Americans that was given a wink and a nod from people in power, from governments, from police forces, in a period in American history where nobody was ever held responsible for it. I, I say this phrase Too much now, but I have a book that comes out next year. And I talk about the lynchings that took place in my hometown where I grew up in Versailles, Kentucky, where men and families were brutally lynched, black families, and nobody was ever held accountable for it, even though it happened in the public eye for all to see. And for this man to compare what he's experiencing to that is utterly disgusting. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We have a brand new sponsor for this podcast, and I'm grateful. Listen, I told myself when we launched this podcast that I would never do ads from companies that I don't use, most that I actually already use before we do the ads. Now, that's made, that's actually made doing ads more difficult for us than it would need to be because we turned down probably 95% of all the companies that we ever get offers from. But today we have an ad from a company that is so damn appropriate. I'm going to tell you about this new company that's sponsoring this uh, episode of The Breakdown, and then we'll be right back for a new action step today. If you are struggling to sleep these days, first off, you have a million and one reasons to be struggling to sleep. But listen, if you're struggling to get good rest, You're not alone. One in three adults does not get enough sleep. And if you're not sleeping enough, here's the thing. It can affect your cognitive functions during the day, be it learning or problem solving. It can affect your decision making. A good night's sleep, I swear, is like a magic remedy for the brain and body. When we sleep well, and sleep is so important to the work that I do when I'm awake, When we sleep well, we're more focused, we're more relaxed. And best of all, so many studies show good rest makes us happier when we're awake. And that's why we're so proud to be partnering with Calm. It's the number one app for sleep. I've used it forever, and I'm so glad to have them as a sponsor of The Breakdown. Listen, sleep deficiency actually does serious damage not just to your brain, but to your body as well. And sleepless people are more prone to accidents, weight gain, depression, and all of this is scientifically proven. With Calm, and I love this app, you'll discover a whole library of programs designed to help you get the sleep that your brain and your body needs. You need it. They have brilliant soundscapes and over 100 different sleep stories that are narrated by soothing voices. And my teenage daughter, and actually even now my middle school daughter, they use those stories all of the time to help them sleep. I use the sleepscape sounds that are just black noise in the back as I try to fall asleep. I know that once I turn this app on at night, it's like it signals something to my brain, it is now time to rest. So listen, if you want to seize the day, You have to sleep the night, and you can do it with the help of Calm. And we are really excited because right now, listeners of The Breakdown get 25% off of a Calm premium subscription, and you can go right now to calm.com slash break, calm.com slash break. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash break, and you will get 25% off a Calm premium subscription. Over 40 million people, including myself, have downloaded Calm. I need you to find out why. Give it a shot. Find out why at calm.com slash break. Action, 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 action. Action, action, action. Steps, take action. I want to teach you a quick lesson for our action step and then there's something that I need you to do. But first I want to teach you something that I try to use every day and I have now taught this to tens of thousands of people all over the country. You you are a human. <laughs> okay? You are a limited, finite being. You do not have unlimited time you do not have unlimited memory unlimited emotion we have limits we have bounds we we have two feet on the ground and we are we are limited by not just gravity but time and space and because we are limited because our brains our hearts our souls our spirits all have limits it's not that we're fragile. I mean, sometimes we can be. Life can be fragile for sure. It's not that we're fragile, but it is the truth that in this world, in this country, in this place, at this time, you can care about many, many things. You can care about racial justice, you can care about police violence. You can care about the climate crisis. You can care about the rising cost of housing and health insurance. You can care about gun violence. You can care about school shootings. You can care about violence against women. You can care about issues of war around the world. You can care about so many different issues. You can care about children's literacy and education You can care about economic equality or inequality. I I have probably 25 issues that I care about when I start really breaking them down, maybe more than that. And that's okay. You can care about that many things. Even that can wear on you. But I need you to understand that you can care about many things, That's part of your personal life, your personal story, your personal narrative, the arc of your life, of who you are. You can care about many things, but you can't fight many battles. You can try. You can absolutely try. What I mean is that you can't fight 25 battles concurrently at the same time, here's the key word, successfully. It's not that that cause, that that concern doesn't deserve someone's time and attention. Of course it does. But I'm speaking just to you as an individual, as a person. You can absolutely make room for dozens of causes and concerns in your heart. Do it. I hope you do it. But I need you to understand, and I'm trying to free you up here, that you can't fight 25 battles at the same time that will not only lead to you probably not winning any of them, it'll probably lead to none of them being won at all. If all of us are stretched so thin that we are just doing a very little bit on 25 different things, it's not enough. I firmly believe with my whole heart, with my whole life, that we will begin to make change in this country when people not only put their feet down, but plant their feet on just one or two issues. I would prefer just one, maybe two, but I would prefer just one and say, I'm, I'm not moving until I make change on this issue with other people, with other organizations, but that you're not leaving until change is made. And he, and I, I wanted to share that lesson. I, my heart's desire is that you pick a cause and fight for it day in and day out. I've picked my cause. And when you pick your cause, it doesn't have to look like me picking my cause. But when you pick your cause, so many things will line up. So many things will fall in place. And I believe that's more likely to be the place where you find your purpose, find your mission, your calling. And here's what I want you to do today. I'm not even asking you to pick your cause. This goes all the way back to the beginning of this podcast, that we are currently under the reign of a president who believes he's being lynched because he's having some political opposition. Here's the decision, and it's a decision you'll need to make every day, maybe multiple times a day. I need you to decide that you will not allow Donald Trump to dictate your anger, your heart, your activism. Of course, there will be times and moments where you have to respond. But listen, if you allow him and all of the correlating programs and media shows and, and social media trends and trending topics. If you allow Donald Trump, he will dominate your, your activism each and every day. And it's one thing if you're saying, well, Sean, I'm focused on his impeachment and here are the actual things I'm doing to see to that he is impeached or Sean, I am focused on defeating him in the presidential election because you're, you are volunteering for a particular presidential candidate. That's, that's one thing. But what I want you to do is create that red line that I've tried to create for myself. I don't always keep it, but I mainly do. That for you, you are mainly going to focus your life, your energy, your time, your talents, your resources, not on him, but on other causes and concerns and every now and then if he crosses a particular line that you feel you are particularly qualified or capable of calling him out for, okay, okay, weigh in then. But do not allow his words or his tweets to dictate your time or your schedule. That is a losing strategy. I'm sure it is. That's a we are we are dogs chasing our own tails when we do that it's it is a waste of energy that will take us nowhere so draw your own line in the sand and understand that i am i am frustrated by him just like you are every single day but we have a limited amount of space to be frustrated and i need you to share uh, uh, rather save some of that frustration and share it for causes that mean even way more than him. All right, I'm counting on you to not allow that man to dictate your time and your schedule every single day, because he is nothing but destructive. Break it down. The break. The break. The break. The break. Of course, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Breakdown. We're so glad to have you here each and every day. If you're new to the breakdown, we're here five days a week, Monday through Friday, breaking down important news stories and issues and always giving you an action step to not only help you feel like you're fighting for something but to help us fight for something that matters. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. If you have not already subscribed to this podcast, please, please subscribe because we're on our way. We're on the path to getting 100,000 subscribers across all the platforms, and that's our next big goal. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or so many other podcast platforms. Just hit the subscribe button there. Tune in and listen to us every single day. And please, if you have not, share this podcast with your friends and family. Also, please leave a great review. I'm going to be honest with you. I go and read those reviews sometimes when I am down, when I am frustrated. They really do keep me encouraged. Um, I'm grateful for the kind words that oh, nearly, I think nearly eleven thousand of you have now left uh, across all the platforms. Thank you for for tuning in, for listening, for taking our action steps. Listen, this podcast would not be possible without the generous support of tens of thousands of donors who helped us found the North Star, who gave us a budget to even be able to make this. And if you want to become a founding member of the North Star, you can do so right now at northstar.com There we have over a 1,000 articles. We have all of our podcasts. And this December, we're launching a brand-new website that we cannot wait for you to see. We've been working on it hard behind the scenes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Also, thank you to Lysandra, who is our associate producer of this podcast, and Willis, who is our podcast director and senior producer. Thank all of the staff who helped make this podcast possible. Take care, everybody.